0: Today, on It's Time. Knowledge is applying the wisdom that God has given Wisdom comes from His Word. Knowledge is applying what you know. I hear the calling, It's it's time. It's time.
1: It's time. Welcome to It's Time, the daily Bible teaching program of Mike Kessler. Pastor of the River Christian Fellowship in Twin Falls, Idaho. Today, we're going verse by verse through the book of Colossians. So, open your Bibles as we join Pastor Mike.
0: Jesus died on the cross for you. It's not what day you worship. I didn't thank God for the doctors, the paramedics, the firemen that work on Saturday and Sunday and take their rest on Tuesday or Thursday. There'd be a lot of crispy critters if it wasn't for them. There'd be a lot of dead people if it wasn't for the paramedics working on Saturday or Sunday. See, the thing is, it becomes hypocrisy and it becomes self-righteousness saying, I keep the Sabbath. Look how good I am. I am mixing the free gift of eternal life from Jesus Christ with the law to justify myself. Friends, we're only justified in Jesus. It's because he died for you and me on the cross. That's why I'm going to heaven. It isn't because I worship on Saturday, Sunday, wear blue, or do any other thing. Well, this was something that concerns Pastors that really love their flock, and Ephraim was one of those people. Verse nine. For this reason, we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you. And to ask that you would be filled with the knowledge of His will in wisdom and spiritual understanding. This was a prayer that Paul had, that they'd be filled with wisdom and understanding. Uh, Again, if you haven't asked God to fill you with wisdom lately, do that. There's nothing wrong with doing that. I heard when I was a small child in Sunday school that Solomon asked for wisdom instead of asking, as I mentioned earlier, the life of his enemies or to be wealthy or all those things. And I thought, well, if it's good enough for him, God, give me other thing you got. Continue to do that. God, give me your wisdom. Now, where you get wisdom is you cruise on down to the local mall and go into the wisdom store. Yeah, I'd like 16 pounds of wisdom, please, and a, a little understanding over there as well. to kind of top it off. Where do you go for wisdom? Where do you go for knowledge? You go to the store? Where do you go to God's Word? See, God's Word is going to tell you straight up what's going on. You know, it's funny. This that we're reading was written... Uh, 61, 62 A.D., roughly. And yet the needs of people have not changed in all those years. Why? Because God designed us. He knows where our weaknesses are, our strengths are. He knows where the devil can attack us. He knows where we do well. And so he says, listen, this is how it works. And it doesn't matter whether it was written in 2017 or 60 A.D., Or sometime before the New Testament came about, man has the same basic needs. And this book tells you how to pick up wisdom and spiritual understanding. So ask. I really believe that's important to ask. You know, I think when we ask God for wisdom, I think God sensitizes us to things that we see. You look at something you said, that's not right. Begin to get God's perspective of things, and I think that's so important. And then he says that you would have a walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing Him, bringing fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. So, we have wisdom, comes from God, helps us walk each day. Haven't you ever said, haven't you ever said, Well, went and did that. Boy, if I knew how that was going to come out, I would have never done that. Wouldn't it be cool that God would come and say, hey, you know what you're going to do? If you do it that way, it's going to come out in a real mess. Really? I don't think I'll do it that way then. Welcome to knowledge. Knowledge is applying the wisdom that God has given you. Wisdom comes from his word. Knowledge is applying what you know. I know a lot of knowledgeable people. I don't know very many wise people. You see, wisdom is the beginning of it. So, he says, Strengthened with all might, according to his glorious power. And by the way, you need strength and wisdom. Here's why. You may know what you need to do, but it's not the easy road. I know that if I do it this way, and, and, and that's the, Jesus talked about this all the time. He said, the wise man built his house on the rock. Foolish man built his house on the sand. The sand provided a much quicker way of getting a house built. But when the storms of life came and the Bible says beat on both the houses, the one that was built on the rock remained. Big difference. So what does that tell you? Storms are going to beat on you as a Christian, just like they do in the world. You know, a lot of people think, you know, they go back to the Simon and Garfunkels, like a bridge over troubled water. Yeah, that's my Jesus, you know, I don't have problems anymore. No, nope, that's not a biblical concept. The Bible says when the storms beat on the house that was built on the sand and beat on the house that was built on the rock, The one on the rock stood. Why? The foundation was good. That's one of the things we have to remember. We're not exempt as Christians from problems in the world. And I've said this to God, and I'm sure you have too. Well, God, if you're all powerful and all knowledge, why do I got to go through this terrible thing I'm going through? Why don't you just, you know, snap your fingers and everything's going to be cool. You know, we go through things, I believe, for our benefit. God already knows the outcome. In fact, people have asked me this question. They said, if God knows ultimately who makes it and who don't, why do we all have to go through this zoo we call living? Pretty simple, really. It's for our benefit. Not for God. God already knows how we come out. But what does does God say? Well, the thing is, it's so that we know him. We see his power. We see his deliverance. We see and understand and know these things. So he sells us here. Strengthened with all might. We need to be strengthened in what we do for him. I believe that's such an important part of our Christianity and walking and and knowing what's right and then being strengthened in it. So we'll do that. According to his glorious power, for all patience... Long-suffering with joy. We talked about what joy is. Joy is, no matter what the situation is, I know God's got, got it under control. Happiness is when everything goes my way. Joy is when things don't go my way, but I still know God's in control. And that's where the peace of God comes from in our personal lives. Having given thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. By the way, you have quite an inheritance. You know, a lot of times people you might have a rich uncle, rich aunt, father, mother. I I, I knew this one guy, and, and he wouldn't even get a job because his parents were wealthy. And he says, well, as soon as they die, I'm going to have all their money. I don't got to do anything. And it's tragic because really, in in a way, he was longing for his parents to die so he could get their coin. What a tragedy. He didn't really love them. He loved what they had. And so we have to understand that sometimes the inheritance of the world can be horribly flawed. But you know your inheritance in heaven as the Bible tells us, Jesus said in John 14, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go, I'll come again receive you unto myself That where I am. There you'll be also. I think about God preparing a place for us. We'll be no stranger there. And that's what the great news is. And he goes on and tells us. He has delivered us from the power of darkness. Translated us into the kingdom of the son of his love. I like that. He's gotten us out of darkness. Man, I'll tell you, you, I I think a lot of times we as Christians forget what it's like before we came to Christ. The hopelessness. Believing anybody and tell you anything. You know, and and you look at this and you realize how people are taken advantage of. And and again, people out trying to earn what God's given them. God's given you eternal life. So the cults take advantage and say, well, now if you really want to be right, You'll get out and got knocking on doors. You'll get, give all your money. You know, you'll, and you look at all the scams that go on, unfortunately, even in Christianity, and it's tragic because the free gift of eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord, God offers it to us. Just receive it. And he says here, and I think this is such a, a beautiful verse here, in whom we have redemption through his blood, and the forgiveness of sins. You see, if you're burdened by your past and you keep looking back, you're going to be of no use in the future. You can't plow a straight line, Jesus said, if you keep looking back. You're going to be driving all over the place. That's why it's important that you understand your sins are forgiven. When your sins are forgiven, it frees you up from the past. I had a psychologist, I've sure shared this many times, but it was so pointed when he, he was telling me, he said, he said, as a psychologist, he said, if I could have my clients forgive their past, 90% of my, of my clientele would leave. But they can't. Why? Because your past is part of you. It's what's formed your opinion. It's what's formed your thoughts. It's what's made you oftentimes what you are Until you come to Christ. That's why the Bible says, Behold, all things pass away. Behold, all things become new. Because your past no longer manipulates or causes you to make decisions based upon those things. But now, as we just read, through his word, wisdom and knowledge comes, and we have a whole new way of living our lives. That's what the gospel is. The gospel is a give, the gospel is not a take only thing God ever takes out of our lives are things that are destroying us anyway. And you know what? If you're a person in the world, you know that what you're doing is killing you. But they have no power to change. You can go to an alcoholic. I used to go down in the streets in Los Angeles and minister on the streets in Skid Row. And you walk up to a person and you start talking to them and you say, Do you realize your drinking is killing you? Yes. Uh, do you want to stop drinking yes will you stop drinking no why because there is a disconnect within people it's not within man the bible says to live righteously isn't that weird it's not within us it died in the garden the old sin nature reigns supreme we come to christ god borns a new nature in us that can rise up over the old sin nature and now it's no longer my body tells me what to do it's my brain being controlled by the spirit tells my body what to do so much difference understanding god's presence in our life is transforming the reason why is because you realize he's there you're no longer alone and friends that's the greatest thing anyone can ever know. As we just read, it says, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. You see, sin is a capital offense to God. How many sins do you have to commit to be a sinner? Just one. How many murders do you got to commit to be a murderer? Just one. How many times do you have to steal to be a thief? Just one. Well, the Bible says that God provided a way for us to get rid of our sins, great or small, many or few. God will forgive us. And then the Bible says we take on a new nature, something he gives us, something I didn't earn, something by joining a church and reciting mantras and jumping through hoops and will never give me. Just simply that of God giving to me And to you, what we could ever earn. Now that's a gift. See, I, I don't need a gift of something I already have. But God gave all of us humans something we could never achieve in ourselves. The free gift of eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Whereby, Paul says, we cry, Abba, Father. We cry, Daddy. We're adopted. We're no longer fatherless. We have somebody to go to to give us advice and direction in our lives. No longer having to seek the world for the way to go. You now have a God in heaven who will show you what to do. That's what wisdom and knowledge is. See, God gives us wisdom, and then his word shows us how to apply that wisdom in daily living called knowledge. This morning, if you've never received Christ as your Savior, and perhaps you're going, I I want that. That's what I need. This is what I've been looking for. All you need to do is ask God, and the Bible says he will do what you ask. You know, he said, except a man, Jesus said, except a man becomes a child, he'll not enter into the kingdom of God. He didn't make it hard. Well, you've got to go through and recite the entire Old Testament verbatim, and then you just might make it. doesn't say that. says we just accept This morning, if you've never, you've never asked Christ into your life. You know your past is pounding you into the dirt. I I, I do believe, friends, this is why a lot of people drink. I think this is why people get stoned. It's because their past has so entrenched in their mind, in their life, they can't get free of it. And so if I just numb it up, maybe I can get by another day. And God says, I'm going to give you a brand new day, and those things of the past will never bother you again. I like that. You know, when I look back, you know, the devil sometimes likes to come to all of us. And in my life, the devil likes to throw our past in our face. And that's whether you've been a Christian for a lot of years or a person that just has never accepted Christ. The devil loves to throw the past at you. That's why people people kill themselves. Read this past week, some, some musician killed himself, hung himself. Money, fame, hung himself. Why? His past. Something is aching in a person's heart. This is what Jesus Christ came to do. You need a supernatural, spiritual operation. Out with the old, in with his new. That's God's grace. That's God's forgiveness. And that's what he wants to do for you. Now, the Bible says, I need to repent. Well, what's that mean? That means I need to change the way I think about it. That means I need to stop the path I've been on because I know it doesn't lead anywhere. And let's go your way, God. Yeah, that's a lot better idea. God has a way of ministering to us each and every day. I want to encourage you this morning, if you've never received Christ, The Bible says if we'll confess our sins, our past, those things that just tear us up, those things that got a hook in it that tear us to pieces, the Bible says if we'll confess it, he'll forgive it and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. All those things are gone. So when you as a Christian look back at the past, you look at a cross. For this reason, Christ died. When you look forward, you look at a risen Savior. That's why Jesus rose from the dead. And I just want to encourage you this morning, if you've never done that, we're going to pray right now. And you can ask God to come into your life. You can thank Jesus Christ for him dying on the cross for you, his blood covering your sins. Just as we just read here in Colossians 1, 14, it says, through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. That's why now we're forgiven. It's about him. It's not about us going out and performing. Maybe I can get on the good side of God. He'll do something. You're on the good side of God right now jesus christ this is why he died on the cross if you said okay i've had enough of my past i don't want i don't want another 10 years like i just had you pray this prayer ask god to forgive your sins commit your life unto him let him show you who you are and how to use those gifts for his kingdom you will be blessed let's pray father i come to you in jesus name and i invite you into my life today I know I have lived in rebellion to you. But your blood covers my sins. And my past. And my memories. So from this day forward, I commit my life into your hands. I ask you to make me the best I can be for you. And thank you for writing my name in your book of life. That I can spend heaven and eternity with you forever. Please, fill me with your Holy Spirit. So I'll be able to love. And I'll have boldness in my life. And Lord, from this day forward... My life is about you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that, welcome to God's family. It's just a simple prayer, just saying, God, I'm turning my life over to you. It's like signing the title uh, on a car. You, you sign the title over to God and say, okay, God, you drive. I'm done driving. I don't want to even be a co-pilot. You just drive. I, every once in a while, I used to see that little bumper bumpers. God is my co-pilot. I don't want a co-pilot. I don't want to be a co-pilot. God, you drive. The one thing you'll find as you get older in life, we ain't got a clue where we're going unless you're in Jesus. You gain the whole world and lose your own soul. The Bible says, what does it profit you? So if you prayed that, welcome to God's family. Begins with a prayer, but God shows you your whole life is goodness. Start reading the Bible good place to read is the book of John. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John in the New Testament. Start in John chapter 3 and just read and let God speak to you. We'll have a baptism if you want to get baptized. And you want to be in fellowship. Be around people that are going to encourage you. Not kick you the wrong direction. You know, Saul, Solomon said in Proverbs, he said he said that evil friends corrupt good manners. It isn't that the good rubs off on the bad. It's the bad rubs off on the good. Get away from people who don't love God. That's going to cause uh, you to grow in your relationship with God. The Bible says to pray without ceasing. Pray about everything. Let God be the CEO of your life. He made you. He knows what's best for you. And just see what God will do. He's a good God. And he doesn't have favorites. What he's done for others, he'll do for you. That's just the way God is. That's his heart. That's his nature. That grace God giving to us what we don't deserve and in peace that settles us. Don't let the past beat you up anymore. Look forward. Devil comes and says, yeah, but do you know what you did last week? You say, yeah, and Jesus died on the cross for me and the message. You know, if you have long conversations with the enemy, it's only going to bum you out. So don't just say, shut up in Jesus name and be about your father's business. You're going to be blessed. Cause that's just the way God is. So this morning, if you prayed, you asked the Lord in your life. I you got some. Uh, I got a couple of DVDs I'd like to give you, and a little book called "Time to Grow." If you don't have a Bible, we'll give you one. And let God do something brand new in your life, because that is what He loves to do. This morning we have a time of prayer. Maybe you just want to come down and. And thank the Lord for saving you. Maybe you just want to thank the Lord for something else he's done. Or, or uh, maybe there's something going on in your life you just need prayer for. Let's pray. Let's see what God will do. Why not we all stand? Father, this morning as we look at your word, we realize the great treasure, the great resource that is in your word. We just ask you, God, that your Holy Spirit would touch every person listening here today, that we would never forget your faithfulness to us. And Lord, for those that said yes to you today, if they're listening somewhere around the world, Father, they'll find a church that teaches the Bible. Dig in and hold on and let you do great things in their life. And Father, again, thank you. And for those that, Lord, need prayer this morning, may you just touch them. In Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Thanks for joining us on It's Time as Pastor Mike teaches verse by verse through the Bible. If you've missed a program or would like to catch up, you can do so by getting it from the It's Time podcast in the iTunes store or by downloading it from the It's Time website at theriverchristianfellowship.com. On behalf of Pastor Mike and the rest of us here at the River Christian Fellowship, thanks for listening and tune in next time for It's Time.